Welcome everyone. All right, first thing first, I really want to give a quick shout out to my Jason Nation members. Like we have Chiwai here, we have Jing here, who else? I mean, for Jason Nation member, they have went through some crazy days, right? Like they, like, I mean, uh, Chiwai or Jing or who else? You guys have probably seen me for like three, three times in two days in a row. <laughs> I know, man, don't dream of me tonight, seriously. That's just scary. Uh, today is pretty casual because I think all of you are friends. Um, I don't think any one of you are seeing me for the first time, right? How many of you are actually seeing me for the first time? Can you type a one so that I know that you're new here? How many of you are seeing me for the first time? I can see, I don't know, most of you are familiar faces, I think. Oh, Marisa. Oh, really? You're seeing me for the first time? Hi, <laughs> Marisa, welcome in. I Since we have Marisa here, right, who is meeting me for the first time, probably I do a bit of introduction about myself, right? Hi, I'm Jason from Malaysia. Okay, uh, I founded Tribe Up Academy. In fact, Tribe Up Academy, before it became a, a, an academy, uh, it was a digital agency. All right, I started my agency in 2010 as a boutique uh, digital agency where our main role was really to help clients navigating success on mainly Facebook advertising and digital marketing. So um, I wasn't really into, I mean, I love the, you know, the management work as in like, you know, working on uh, campaigns and all that. I think Chiwai knows that. Uh, basically, it's really fun. I really love looking into the numbers and uh, finding possibilities to opti uh, optimize the campaign and uh, to find out any other possibilities on how we can actually make this campaign better. But then again, you know, because I wanted to help more people, that's, my, that's what was really in me. So it wasn't really uh, that fulfilling to a point, you know, until I was really in a way kind of burning out. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that agency is not good, but it, it came to a point where I was really thinking well about whether this is something that I wanted to do. So, um, it was in 2016, I was given an opportunity to train a bunch of entrepreneurs. Basically, these are the people who just started their business and uh, it was a government agency back in Malaysia. So, um, I was invited and I, I mean, um, my friend who was, you know, leading the, the, the department, she was asking me, hey, we want to give these guys you know, a little bit help to help them understand Facebook advertising or digital marketing. So I went, I was like, okay, I mean, nothing to lose, right? But then it turns out it's really something that I love doing. So uh, there was the, it, was the, it was a turning, it was really important uh, so-called turning point for me where I started to realize, hey, I can actually do this in a different way. So instead of working on agency and uh, serving um, you know, a bunch of clients who could afford me back then, I can actually help more people, you know, if I am a coach and a trainer. So that's how we actually started planning to pivot. Um, 2016, 2018, 17, 18, 19. Um, 2019 was the year where we really officially started as a academy where we had a training center. We started at a training center in Malaysia, in Kuala Lumpur. And uh, it was the time where, you know, well, I was like, okay, now this is totally the best time that we're going to spread our wings and really make things happen, right? Um, and then, well, the, the pandemic hit, all right? So um, COVID hit, um, we had to put the whole thing, the whole training center to collect dust for a year plus. I mean, it was a painful transition because, um, you know, when everything's come to a stop, um, I had two choices, all right? Whether I go on and uh, start doing what my peers were doing, right? They actually brought the entire, let's say, an eight hours training, um, physical training, okay? They turned it into a Zoom training. Eight hours Zoom training is totally something that I couldn't 
imagine. It's like, it's not like you're, you're physically there, you can still force yourself to do whatever, right? But just imagine you're at, a, at the comfort of your home where your kids running around, your pets running around. It's totally, um, I don't think it's possible for you to pay attention to a person or human or something for that long. So I didn't want to do that. So I, I went on and built my online courses and all that instead. So yeah, I spent about three to four months building all these things. And uh, I wanted to, and, and I, I was thinking, okay, now this is totally ready, right? Let's launch it. But then only I realized, okay, now, despite being a digital agency for very long, in fact, since 2010 under 2020, that's about 20 years, right? I mean, sorry, 10 years. And then only I realized, look, even though I'm a digital agency, I don't really know how to launch a product online. I don't really know how to build an online sales process. Oh, then that was like, okay, now what should I do now? And it was the time where I turned to my good friend, Andrew. Andrew is not here today. So I, I, I turned to him and said, Andrew, I want to do this. How can you help me? I know, can you, can you really come and give me some guidance on this thing? And I need, I really need help. So we worked together. I think we worked together for a month plus. And then we, you know, like we sort of created an online sales process. We built a lead magnet. And then um, um, basically we just, you know, we thought that we have all these things ready. We have the offer ready. We have everything ready. So we launched it to the market. So I think that was our first, my first, in fact, I, I would say it's ours because Andrew worked on it with me. So that was our first lead magnet. We throw it into the market and uh, eventually we generated close to 400 leads. Okay. And guess how many conversion I got. I mean, for those who already knew the answer, don't, don't chip in. But for those who don't know, close to two, 400 leads. Guess how many conversion, okay, I was able to get back then. Out of 400 leads, what's your wild guess? How many conversion I, I, I got from that one? Okay, it was, uh, it was quite a long, I mean, not really long. It's like a two weeks exercise. Okay, we ran ads and we, we, we actually like brought these people into a kind of like a three-part training where we share with them about things and eventually we were trying to, you know, convert them into, um, you know, a first, uh, kind of like a student into my online program. Okay, so yeah, we got zero conversion. It was the best part of, you know, my life. Because here's the thing, I worked so hard putting together a program with, a, I think we, we had about eight to 10 hours, eight to nine hours of content within the first version of my Facebook ads online learning program. And I was thinking, this must be something that people want. And then uh, we launched this, we thought that people would come in because we actually packed so much information in this three-part training and we realized, you know, this is really something that we believe this is really something that people wanted. And after they go through all these things, they, they must be, you know, uh, impressed by whatever we are putting together and definitely some people will take it up, but turns out it's totally wrong. So it was my, I would say it was really my first um, lead magnet creation experience or even like an entire sales process, online sales process, um, funnel creation um, experience. It did not really work out as I imagined, you know, as I imagined. So basically that's how, um, you know, eventually that's how we started learning. And uh, fast forward to where we are today, I actually have about 30 lead magnets running simultaneously in the market where a lot of them are automated. Some of them are, you know, live training like this. And I'm constantly churning new lead magnets. In fact, this is the new one. This is the first time we are doing this. And now let me share with you the conversion of this one. I think we are having about 65% conversion based on the people who landed on the landing page and eventually sign up to the lead. That means all of you guys. So um, we learned a bit 
you know, eventually about how do we build the whole process of uh, generating leads. And in fact, the first question I really want to bring it up here is, I mean, I have a slide, I forgot to put it up, sorry. Uh, let me put this up. Okay, so just want to quickly, you know, look at this together with you guys. I mean, what do you think? Who needs a lead magnet? I mean, I'm, I mean, who needs a lead magnet, okay? All right, Marisa is saying, uh, great story. All right, thanks. Well, it's, it's really a painful story, but it was really a great experience because um, we, we had about six months without any revenue and uh, we had to really do this. It was really at the verge of, I was telling my team, if we, if we get it, then we get it. If we don't, then probably we have to think about some other uh, ways of maybe you guys have to probably leave or something like that, but eventually it worked out. But then again, uh, that was really a life-changing experience because it taught me so much about how do we understand the consumer needs. So just want to quickly look at this question together with you guys. Who needs a lead magnet? All right. So in my opinion, after building several lead magnets and after, I mean, after observing so many businesses, be it e-commerce business, coaches, B2B business, and any business, I would say, in my opinion, at this point of time, at this juncture, I do think every business with an online presence need a lead magnet. Every business with an online presence needs a lead magnet, whether you only have a Facebook page or you have a YouTube channel or you have a website, especially if you have a website. I mean, just want to thinking, just want to share with you some whatever. I mean, now looking back at my 10 years um, experience as an agency, in fact, I lost so many, so much opportunities. Just think about this. I mean, when I was an agency, I actually uh, spent money on, um, of course, the Google goods. I mean, uh, Google ads. Okay, I spent money on Google ads because basically for these kind of B2B businesses, people actually look for our businesses on Google instead of Facebook, right? So I spent on Google ads. I actually spent on uh, Facebook ads as well. I brought these people uh, to my website. You know, I mean, hopefully we can actually recruit some of the clients from there. And I actually spent money on SEO as well. So we... Look, we spend so much resources, effort, energy, time, and all that, you know, into building traffic into to our website or to any of our, of our online presence. But here's the thing. For my 10 years, I mean, as an agency, all the traffic that I drove to my website was really driving them to uh, my about page, my service page, and all this. But you, if you come to think of it, right, these are all intended audiences. These are all in, you know, audiences with search intent. They are looking for you on various platforms and that's how, how they actually land on your website. But I only land them on my service page, which in fact, if you look at it, it's logical. It's actually logical where, I mean, of course, right, I want to lead you to my service page because this is how you will understand what I have got to offer. But here's the thing. Not everybody would want to sign up as a lead, I would say the conversion from landing page view to lead is really low. I think it was about 2%. However, since they are here, right? If I could offer something that they already wanted in return for a, an opportunity to maybe get an email address and get in touch with them and probably put them into a process of nurturing until one day when they are ready and when they feel more comfortable with us, when they feel they know us more, they will be actually taking up our services, but I did not do anything. 
Now, I want to, I want to actually uh, have you think about this from uh, an e-commerce business. I mean, that was a B2B business. Imagine if I can offer a, what do we call a white paper or a, something like the industrial so-called report about, you know, the, what, what, what can we offer? Something like um, Facebook ads cost breakdown or something like, you know, the audience analysis or something like, you know, the best um, so-called Facebook ads practices. You just imagine these are all the things that people who are looking for a Facebook ads agency are looking for. So if I'm offering them something like this in exchange for the email address, first thing first, when I get the opportunity to present them my methodology, like for example, my so-called 10 best Facebook ads according to our past two years experience, we laid it down. I mean, there's no harm sharing this to a person who are already a prospect, but in return, you got the opportunity to nurture them. Because like I said, not everyone are ready to sign up as a lead. They probably don't like your face. Because the, the moment they land on my about page, right, you are seeing my face. I mean, you probably just don't like my face. Maybe because of that, you don't sign up as a lead. But then again, if I can offer something in return, okay, I can actually change the game. Now, on the other hand, if you're running an e-commerce business, if you're running an e-commerce business, you would think that when I drive people to my website, of course, I am selling a certain product. Okay, let's take one of the examples that I, uh, maybe one of my clients, okay, uh, in Philippines, Pandora. So let's say we know Pandora is like, you know, uh, the bracelets with the charms kind of stuff. All right. So if a person comes to a Pandora website, of course, they're ready to buy and they are Pandora fans or something like that. Okay. So not everybody would buy, of course. And there will be some people who are totally new to Pandora because somebody introduced them to Pandora or maybe they saw the ad of Pandora and they click on it and come over. They probably are not ready to buy. But what if I mean, of course, a lot of people would say that I can actually offer a voucher for you to sign up. I mean, as a bait for you to sign up as a lead. You get what I mean? Uh, fine. But then again, what if you can actually give them something that, that they already want? If a person who, is, who, is, you know, who, who comes to your website, I mean, what can you offer them in return? I mean, in exchange for their information that not only will help you capture their information and to have the opportunity to nurture them in the long run, but at the same time, you're able to educate them or give them something valuable. Or I mean, when I say valuable, not necessarily it has to be something like, you know, like monetary form, like the voucher, X value of voucher or something like that. It could be, it could be just maybe like um, how to use Pandora or how to, how to, how to use Pandora or how to, what the history of Pandora or something like that, you know, anything that you can actually offer in, in, in a way that, you know, educate them about your product. That could be something that, you know, that's totally possible. So in my opinion, you know, I, I do believe that every business needs a lead magnet. So basically, and another thing I want to talk about here is when it comes to lead magnet, okay, uh, I, I kind of observe, I, I don't know how many of you are like real estate agent, insurance agent, property company, um, developers. Um, I actually work with a lot of, you know, real estate related businesses since 2010. A lot of them. In fact, um, the way I calculated, I think I generated more than six to 700,000 leads for all my clients combined, you know, throughout the years. So uh, one thing I realized recently is, in fact, you know, even for real estate lead gen, first, the cost is actually increasing and the user behavior is also shifting because, everybody kind of like gotten used to the so-called the old school way. In, in a way, like even Facebook lead gen is old school now. You know, WhatsApp lead gen is old school now, so, you know, looking at it because it has been used for so many years. 
So we kind of like feel that this is getting boring to us, to a lot of people even. And uh, uh, basically what we're seeing here is, the, here is the cost is uh, on the rise and you know, the, the quality, the so-called the quantity is also in the decline as well. Because I think people are kind of like, I just don't want this way. I mean, I don't want to submit my information to you in this way anymore. We are seeing some shift in terms of like, you know, people are getting more resistance on, I don't want to see this. I don't want to do this. So for, for these kind of businesses, the next question here is what can you offer in return? Because one thing I, I believe for sure as, you know, because for the, for the past two years, if you look at the pandemic, it was really, I call it the accelerated digital evolution where even my dad started buying things online. You know, that dude is a guy who even when he, well, back then when he was paying, using, I mean, when he's paying using his credit card over the counter, he also feels so paranoid because he was scared that actually people would remember his card number and you know, end up doing something funny with his card. But even these guys started buying things online. I think that says a lot about how you know, people are changing. So the behavior shift uh, is also something that will force us. Like just now when I was having a discussion with a client, uh, he's asking me, Jason, we are seeing the traffic driven from Facebook and Instagram actually um, in, already in the decline for many months. What else can we do? In fact, for his industry, it's really a very fragmented market right now where people are going to various platforms. Facebook and Instagram are no longer the only platform people hang out. So when it comes to all this platform fragmentation, it's also very important to, for us to look at how can we actually you know, first thing first, generating traffic is one thing, but holding them and be able to nurture them and move them to the next step is really the next most important thing that we have to look into. That's why that's what I think, in my opinion, every business needs to have a lead magnet. It doesn't have to be something that is really big or it doesn't have to be a live training. It doesn't have to be something that is really like, you know, uh, you spend a lot of time and resources to do. In fact, I really want to talk about some mistakes that you have to look at when it comes to um, creating lead magnet. But remember, um, what I promised you guys today is I want to walk you through on my lead magnet ideation process. Hopefully, I can give you some idea about what you can, you know, the angles you can look into in creating your very own lead magnet. I think it's good to start testing right now. I mean, if you can learn a thing or two from my, you know, uh, 2020 experience uh, of my pivoting experience, you don't do it when you are desperate. You don't do it. I mean, back then I was like down with six months without revenue. It was really a life and death moment for me. It's either I get it done or I don't get it. You know, eventually the company is going to come to a kaput. So, I mean, think about this. While everything is doing good on your side, start thinking about what can you do if you can really do something like that. At least if you are a B2B business, if you are a, you know, e-commerce business at even. I mean, as we all know that we are only converting three to 5% of all the traffic that we are that we are getting on our website, what if you can actually increase a little bit, not really to convert that into a sales, but at least to capture their information. Because remember, these are all ready buyers in a way. They're already on your site, whether you are B2B or e-commerce or B2C or whatnot, right? They are there ready if you, are, if you can capture them and nurture them. I think that's something at least we can do in order to at least to increase the livelihood of you know, moving these people into a customer. So before we... I share with you my so-called uh, ideation process. Um, probably will walk you through on, uh, you know, on a few mistakes that I think, based on my experience, learning from building 30 over lead magnets over the years, um, what you should be looking at it. Now, first thing first, I think the first mistake 
uh, I believe you have been, you have, some of you probably have gone through this kind of uh, so-called free, um, so-called lead magnet, which is, it's a freebie and it's a totally low value or even no value freebie. And when you go in it, it's all about pitch. Uh, there is very little, very little information that can really help you learn something, but it's mostly about, I actually, the other day, I, was, I just went through one of the so-called a webinar, a free webinar, rather a freebie. Um, I think my girlfriend and I spent an hour, okay, listening to this guy until she fell asleep and I started doing something else because um, really, I think out of a 60 minutes time, I, we probably had about 10 minutes of, in a way, some useful information and the rest is all about who they are, what they have done in the past many years and blah, blah, blah. There's not even, and I mean, not much of some, you know, like aha moment first to feel like, hey, we got something very useful from this one. Not even some, you know, like something that will spark your uh, imagination to look at something in a very different way. I think that's, that's something that we have to look into. So um, at least, I mean, especially now, especially now, especially now where consumers are getting smarter and uh, a lot more sophisticated compared to, you know, even like probably five to 10 years ago, I think you really have to look at building a lead magnet that, that, that is of substance. You've got to really deliver value, okay? To build. Remember, now your lead magnet is not a pitch. It is, a, you know, a form of so-called, it's part of your value creation and your relationship building with your potential customer. So every step, I would say, every so-called touch point should be an opportunity for you to create value. I think that's what I'm actually looking at. So you don't do something that is free, but not, nothing. I don't get anything out of it. So I think that's something that we have to look into. So if you are ready, if you're thinking about building a lead magnet, you want to look at some, you see, very simple. One thing I can, I, you, you can think about here is if you can offer something that your competitors are selling for free, and then you're actually winning. Like for example, uh, for those who have went through my The Numbers That Matter workshop, I actually literally walk you through my basic four-step framework of Facebook ads analysis, as in like, how do I analyze Facebook ads? With these four metrics, of course, there are other metrics as well, but these are four cornerstone metrics that can help you understand the performance of your Facebook ads campaign. And you know what? People actually charge a lot of money to teach people about these things, how to analyze. So that gives value. That's what I mean. So, I mean, I'm not saying that you want, because here's the thing. Some, so many people are so afraid of giving value because they they're afraid that, you know, if I give too much value, okay, uh, people will not come back from, to, I mean, to me, to buy from me. Like the other day, I was just having a discussion with um, an agency and uh, he's thinking about building his lead magnet as well. He wanted to, uh, you know, create lead magnet to do client recruitment. So he was, he was thinking how he, that, I mean, does he want to position his, his lead magnet or he wanted to do a, like a web, webinar kind of thing. And he was thinking what to include. And he asked me this question. He said, Jason, what if I give too much and people go away? I mean, my answer is this. I don't, I'm not sure whether you agree or not. I would say, just imagine if I'm able to give you from A to, let's say, for example, let's say there is a, I mean, just take the so-called, the, the, I mean, the, my, the numbers that matter workshop, which is my four-step at Facebook ads analytics workshop. The moment I give you all this, the moment you feel that you learn something, right? Do you think, do you, would you think that this is the only thing I have? You would definitely believe that I definitely have a lot more. 
So just imagine when I'm able to offer something that my even my competitors are charging for, immediately you will have a feeling that I'm definitely better than my competitor because I don't need to sell this. I must have something even better at the back. So that's how you have to look at that. So don't do low value freebie, to be frank. Uh, you got to really give them something valuable. And definitely you got to pitch, but don't make it all just pitch. In fact, if you, if you deliver value, right, the whole lead magnet or so-called the freebie itself is already a very strong pitch because the moment people feel they learn something from you, um, you have already won half the battle because they have already, you know, built trust. In a way, they already have the trust in you. This is really part of the most important thing when it comes to a pitch because if there is no, uh, no, no trust, no matter how strong or how long you spend in pitching, it's not going to work, right? So that's the first mistake. So basically, I'm mean, just going to walk through a little bit. So the, the second mistake is, you know, you don't want to build a freebie that doesn't sell. As in like a freebie that nobody wants and a freebie that is totally not related to your offer. So that's something that's very important because it's a, I would definitely have to, have to share with you my, one of my failed lead magnet experience. At one point, after my first failure, in fact, uh, we went on to build several, I think three to four lead magnets uh, in two months time. Some worked to a certain extent, but, it, you know, but it, they, they couldn't scale. So we had to like stop it and rethinking about how can we actually do this in a more scalable way. I wanted to talk about scaling, you know, I'll get back to this because here's the thing. Uh, no, never mind, I will talk about scaling later on. But here's the thing. There was a point we created a lead magnet and it worked really well on the front end. I mean, uh, I created a lead magnet that talks about five, uh, what was that? Um, uh, wait, the beginner's guide to Facebook advertising. Okay, I got it. Okay, we had this lead magnet, the beginner's guide to Facebook advertising. It sounds logical, right? Because I teach Facebook advertising. All right, so when I do the beginner's guide to Facebook advertising, definitely these people who open to my lead magnet are ready to buy or so-called to, 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 to take the next step to become my students or my clients and something like that, right? I mean, that's how I thought. I thought, you know what? You know what really happened? Uh, at the end of the day, we've gotten so many people who are totally new to Facebook advertising. So when they are totally new to Facebook advertising, what's happening? They have no pain point. They have no struggle. It's like, I'm dabbling. I'm not even having a product, some of them. I'm just like thinking about whether this is something for me. I just want to come in and learn whether, okay, learn a fair bit about this thing, whether this is for me or not. So eventually, uh, I think we had very, very bad closure, though we actually converted some of them to buy our online program back then. But it was a, it was a very uh, low-performing lead magnet. Then after I dive in and analyze, it's actually the wrong audience because a freebie, that attracts the wrong audience is actually a freebie that doesn't sell because look, we are trying to sell a Facebook ads. It's kind of like, I wouldn't say it's beginner. It's really for those who have, you know, probably started Facebook advertising and they kind of feel lost. They are not sure how to do this right. This is really the right people that we want to bring in. However, if we bring in those people who are totally zero to Facebook advertising, it's definitely not going to work. So that's what we learned from that one. Then eventually we launched another lead magnet, which I call... Uh, the five mistakes Facebook advertisers must avoid. And that got us good people into the lead magnet and we managed to increase the conversion from there. You see, the closer you can get to their need, okay, the easier you can actually convert. 
So you have to bring in the people with the real need. So look at your offer right now. Look at your offer right now. If your offer is something that, I mean, whatever your offer is, I mean, I probably will talk about, later on, we're going to talk about offer a little bit. So what really you have to drill down to the so-called the audience persona as like, who are the people that you're trying to target here, right? What are the main struggle that they are actually facing right now? You see, here's the thing. Okay. Um, in fact, it's almost impossible to convince a person to buy. I mean, just like just now, I had a discussion with my, with my, uh, you know, my my one of my coaching client. He has a very so called he has a non essential product. Okay, so he knows that his product can only sell during festive seasons, um, birthday months, and all this kind of thing. So he was asking me, Jason, how can I make these people buy? To me, it's very simple. You know, if you're targeting the lower to mid to lower tier audience, these are the audience with limited resources. They don't buy unnecessary stuff. They only buy this kind of stuff when they are, you know, they need to buy, like, for example, to give it to their spouse or their girlfriend or something like that. They will buy this kind of stuff. So if you're locking in at this kind of audience, right, they have no uh, capacity to do this. So you can't keep on getting them to buy. So if you want to make these people, you, you don't make people buy. You leverage on what they already desire. So if you want to get people to buy, or the best way is to tap into the desire and look at who, how can you find people with more desire to your, to your product? So the, the advice that I gave to him here is, in fact, you know, I believe he should launch a higher tier product. Because if you're able to target the higher tier audience, these are the audience with resources. They have more money. You know, and uh, with that, they probably would have more reason to buy from you instead of targeting the mid to lower tier audience, which I'm not saying that they are not good audience or not good customers. But then again, because of the limited resources, this is really something that we have to really understand, come to a realization where your business growth is really limited by your business model. So if you want to actually break through it, sometimes this is something that I learned the hard way. Sometimes it's not really, um, you know, Sometimes we, 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 we get too clingy with whatever we started and we wanted to really make it happen, but sometimes it's really not the way. In order to make it happen, you have to think about some other way or even to look at some other area. Just like my, I pivoted from Facebook ads agency to an academy. At first, I thought that, you know, it's going to be a lot more. I mean, I, I didn't know whether this is the right thing to do, but because I wanted to fulfill my desire to help more people, so I did that. And turns out, in fact, um, one thing I worry when I was switching over, okay, was what if I, what if I stop learning? You know, when I switch over from an agency to an academy or a coach, one thing that really feared me was what if I stop learning? What if I no longer have the opportunity to get my hands dirty and learn from all these real cases day in, day out? I won't be able to teach. I got nothing else. Well, it turns out because I'm a coach now, I'm able to work with more people. Like my clients coming from the state, UK, well, Turkey, Korea, Brazil, Argentina, funny, like Indonesia, Thailand, Malaysia. I mean, I get to work with more people. And in fact, my learning, I don't know how many times multiplied. So this is really something that I learned in the past two years, um, you know, building my coaching uh, business. And I believe, in fact, sometimes it's really our mind that is stopping us. So sometimes in order to kind of like break through, that's why I believe we all need coaches because coaches are the people who can see things that we 
we have blind spots on and we, we really can't see because we are too deep into what we are doing right now. We sort of, you know, get zoom into the, to the whole thing that we are doing or working on. We, forgot, we, we, we kind of like, you know, are not aware of the other possibilities. So I think that's something that you have to look into. So don't build freebies that don't sell, all right? So yeah, I mean, I don't know, man, guys, uh, I don't see any response. If you guys have any questions, you can pop in there, right? But are you guys still there? I just worry that I, you, you guys are, you know, probably dozed off. <laughs> okay, uh, I hope the sharing is really something that, you know, uh, you're expecting today. All right, I hope you learned something from my experience, really something that is quite painful if you look back. But then again, it was worthwhile uh, because it's really fun. <laughs> All right. Oh, you guys are taking notes. I mean, I'm honored. Thank you so much. All right. Jing is taking note. Marissa is taking note. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I'm glad. You see, the whole idea here is I, I promise you I'm going to deliver, uh, you know, really a lot of value today. And I, I hope I did not disappoint you. But here's the thing. I'm going to really go in and King said you're taking notes as well. Thanks. Awesome. Awesome. I'm so glad that you guys are, you know, picking up things from uh, this sharing. This is totally not prepared, you know. I actually just completed the deck in the morning. I, yeah, in the morning. So uh, I had all this in my, in my mind, but I kind of like structured it. Then I just put it down, you know, with the point forms like that. So yeah, a little bit messy. I hope you guys don't mind. Okay, now, so how do we build a lead magnet? How do we build a lead magnet? I'm going to go walk you through the journey, all right? So now we know that the mistake number one is to, to build a lead magnet that, don't, that, that actually kind of like uh, of no value and it's only about, you know, pitching and all that. The second mistake you must avoid is you don't, free, don't build freebies that, is, that doesn't sell. When I say doesn't sell, means you probably will attract wrong audience. That's one thing. And uh, it's, if it's not related to the product that you're selling, that's another thing. So you got to make sure your lead magnet is able to bring in the right people who are totally ready to buy. Okay, now let's start with your offer. I mean, the first step to build a lead magnet is to have your offer in mind. So here's the thing. Okay, one thing I want to talk about Offer, sorry, I just took a sip of water. So one thing I really want to talk about offer or any product that you're selling right now. Let me tell you this. You see, um, based on my experience building lead magnets and offers in the past two years, okay, uh, I would say if you have the framework, I mean, if your framework doesn't work, okay, that's, that's the right way to put it. If your framework doesn't work or if your online sales process or your online sales framework doesn't work, Okay, I would say 50 to 60% of, of time. I mean, 50 to 60% of time, the reason is in the offer. The problem is in the offer. You've got a wrong offer that people don't want to buy. I mean, the other half of the percentage would be, you know, the lead magnet that brought in the wrong, wrong offer. I mean, the rest of it will be the sales process, um, the pitch and all this kind of stuff. But eventually, the offer plays a very important role. So I believe you have an offer. When you guys are here, you guys are in, you know, in what business you are. I, I forgot to ask what business you are in, but nonetheless, um, you know, since we're already here, I'm just going to flow with it. So I want to really talk about offer because this is really something that people get to, in a way, you get too proud of what you, what you have created and you forgot that it may not be the right thing. So I just want to walk you through about how do I create an offer. So basically... You want to focus on two things. An offer must solve two. I must be able to bring two results to the audience. Okay? 
the first, it must be able to bring the external results and internal results. So this is something that all of us have to look at when you're building an offer, you have to think about this. So um, external results are basically what you believe you want to solve, okay? Like for example, you want to get a problem solved. Let's say you have an issue, you want to get it solved, or you, 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 you don't know how to build lead magnet, you want to get, get the lead magnet solved, I mean, built. But what you really want to uh, get is actually, you want to feel a peace of mind when you have a lead magnet that constantly bring you fresh leads and good quality leads that will fill the growth of your business. So the external result is what you think it is and the internal result is what you feel about it. Okay, so let me give you some example. All right, so external result is, okay, let's say for example, I have my, you know, um, the Jumpstart Coaching Program where the external result is, I, I, I'm, I'm not only going to teach you how to build Facebook ads using my framework, I'm also teaching you how to analyze your Facebook ads so that you know what to do next. Okay, so this is really something that when, if you run ads on Facebook, you definitely want this thing because you want to know how to analyze because I would say 90% of Facebook advertisers don't know how to analyze. So when you don't know how to analyze, then you are making decision based on your gut feeling. When you're making decision based on your gut feeling, uh, you don't know what really worked or what really did not work. So how can you actually continuously build on the success that you already have and get better and better? So knowing how to analyze is the first step. So when, when you think you want to learn how to analyze Facebook ads, once you get this external result, when you learn how to analyze Facebook ads, you know what to do next, what you really get internally is this, okay? You feel certainty, all right? Instead of every day you wake up, you feel so anxious, you, you feel so scared looking at your computer screen. What's the result today? What's the result today? Did we get good? Did we get good? No, shit, I mean, then you'll be that. Instead, you have the certainty because even though you, you have a day or two downtime, you know, we are not looking at daily. Uh, we, we monitor seven days, okay? When we go seven days, when we stretch it out, things are good. You want a certainty. So when you know that your campaign will do well and you know how to measure the success of it in order to report back to your client about, no, we don't look at that. We look at seven days and we stretch it out. In fact, the cost is going to come down and come down and come down. You know, that's how we want. That's what we want, certainty, all right? And then we want to be able to get out of the, ham, uh, the content hamster wheel. Because the moment you know your you know you're in and out of your campaign structure and the, the numbers that you, have, that you have in control, like for example, one of the biggest challenge about Facebook advertising, a lot of Facebook advertisers out there always have this so-called, um, I would say this is a misconception. They always believe that it's really a need to constantly change creative, right? Like today, I was just looking at a campaign. I mean, my own campaign, right? I think today when we're doing the Jason Nation Town Hall, I was looking at my campaign. Look, I'm targeting 750,000 people. Say for example, I'm targeting 750,000 people. And after running this ad for six months, okay, I only reached about, I think about 80,000 people. 750,000 750, people is my target audience size. And after running this ad for six months using the same audience and same creative, I only reached 80,000 people. Do you think I need to change my content? The answer is no. But if you don't know what to look at, what numbers to look at in order to help you make the right decision, then you'll be like, hey, this ad has been running for two months, Lei. we got to change. Hey, I mean, we've been using this for, you know, three weeks already. I think fatigue already. We got to change this. I mean, gut feeling. You get what I mean? 
and uh, you know how to scale. So this is the internal result because the moment you know the external result, you get learn how to analyze and know what to do next, you feel the certainty in you and you have the, you, you have the freedom because you have gotten out from the content hamster wheel and you know how to scale. So that's what you really get, you know, you get what I mean? After you learn this. So look at it, external results and internal results. So I want you to, look, if you guys are taking notes, I don't want you to just take notes. Huh? I want you to start writing down what is the external result that you're bringing with your offer and the internal result that you're bringing with your offer to your audience. What are you creating? What kind of result you are creating for your audience with your offer externally and internally? You got to start thinking about this because this is in a way I'm helping you to define and refine the way you look at your offer. We are not looking at changing the offer. We're looking at how do we define the offer because that's how, that's what you are doing. That's how you want to solve your audience problem. You get what I mean? All right, guys, you got to work on this. Huh? Later on, I want you to post in the chat so that if you want me to help you, you can post in the chat so that I can give you some suggestions if you want to. All right, external results and internal results. Now, let me give you another example. All right, external result is, uh, okay, now this is another offer that I have. I mean, that was the offer of, uh, what do we call uh, my, you know, like one-on-one -on -one coaching program. But this is, I have another offer, which is my Jason Nation. So Jason Nation is a community that we do not have a very fixed learning so-called thing, but it's more like, you know, we come together as a bunch of uh, people who are really interested to learn how to get better at, at Facebook advertising. And I, as a leader, I will give you all the information that I can get or all the guidance I can get or all the help I can, I can offer. And eventually when you are in the group, you will, you will not just get help from me, but you also get uh, help from other people who are in the, you know, the Jason nation where everybody will come to rescue. So this, when, when you join this, the external result you get here is you get guidance from a trusted coach because uh, you have been working with me for a while. You have been, you know, uh, you know, like following me for a while. You believe I'm the right person. So you come in. What I promise here is I'm going to give you all, all I can. I mean, as we have all these so-called activities lined up to help you say in the know and to help you really gain the certainty you have about your Facebook ads campaign and all that. So the external results is you feel you, you have a guided, you have a guided, I mean, sorry, you have the guidance from a trusted coach. So the internal result here is you feel assured. Whatever you do, you know that you're not alone. Whatever you do, you know that you have a fallback. You have a community that is always there to support you because they show up every week and uh, your answers get, your questions get answered. You feel that you are in good hands. So whatever you are building right now, you have to look at what are the external results and the internal results that you're bringing to your audience. I want you to start really writing it down. I mean, you probably have to go through these several rounds until you feel that this is it. It's okay because you have to get this right. You know why? Because that involves, and this, this will play a very important role in your messaging. You get what I mean? So fundamentally, when you are having, when you have an offer, okay? When you have an offer, it's about bringing your audience from point A to point B, all right? Every offer is to help your audience or your customer move from point A to point B, all right? So what your offer is really, your offer is the vehicle. It's the vehicle that move your audience from point A to point B. So that's your offer. So you remember, you are not the offer. 
Say for example, Jason Gunn is the, is the best Facebook ads coach to help you get results. No, this is bragging. This is me bragging. I mean, this is not a very good way to define the vehicle. You are not your vehicle. Okay? But what you are doing, what you are offering is the vehicle. Like for example, okay, jumpstart coaching or rather I will go like Facebook ads analyst, analytics skill is the best way to learn. Okay, so it's the best way to gain certainty or to advertise on Facebook with absolute certainty. Ah, okay. You get what I mean? And Jason Nation is the best community to grow your Facebook ad skill or to get and, and to get the, you know, the community support. So point A to point B, that's a very important thing. What is moving is not you. I would say it shouldn't be your program, but it could be a framework. Okay, it has to be something that people can understand. So the vehicle itself is really important. All right, so basically what I really want to highlight here is if you're building an offer, it's not necessarily to be a high ticket offer. Okay, because it's very important that as long as you deliver results. And another thing I want to talk about here is, in fact, a lot of people when they're building stuff, right? Um, they always look at scalability first instead of the deliverability. I made the mistake at one point. When I was building my first few lead magnets, I was looking at scalability. I mean, I don't mind to break it down to you guys, okay? My first membership, which is Jason's Inner Circle, okay? I did not unleash its full potential because I was going after the number. We got in so many people, 100 plus people. But then again, I did not know how to bring enough value, you know, to actually help these people in a way, I, I must admit it, I did not do a good job. Okay, so because I was looking at scalability, I want the number. So instead, when I built this version of Inner Circle, which is Jason Nation, I forget about scalability. Okay, for those who are in my Jason's Inner, I mean, the, the Jason Nation, you realize I'm putting a lot of effort, I'm putting a lot of so-called my commitment into building a community, and I'm not rushing to, to, to scale it or to, to increase the member, to add the member. Because what I really want is I want to get it right before I talk about scaling. If I'm not able to get it right from the very beginning, you're bound to fail if you scale it too soon. So this is something that I learned from you know, some masters. I forgot who's his name already. He said, um, in fact, a lot of uh, so-called, a lot of things that work don't scale, but you got to do things that don't scale first in order to scale later. I mean, this is really something that in a way I learned it the hard way. So what I'm doing here, what I'm thinking here is don't really think about well, how can I really scale this to like 10 clients or 20 times and all that. Stop thinking about that. Focus on delivering the thing. I mean, that you're supposed to deliver first. Build your commitment. Um, look at what you, I mean, all the so-called objectives and all the goals or all the things that you want to do in, to deliver value. Remember, it's all about value. And then the only you think about scaling. I think that's the right way. In, 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 in a way, I think that's the better way. So in a way, this is really learning from my previous uh, non -so, not so successful uh, so-called inner circle program. And uh, when I relaunched Jason Nation, I do hope that I am able to bring a different level of uh, value to the community. So I think that's what I really want to emphasize on. So yeah, it doesn't have to be high quality. It has to be just focused on, uh, you know, deliver results. And to be frank, if you deliver results, price doesn't matter because as long as it fulfills the desire. So that's something that um, you, know, you have to think about. But really, 
uh, what I want to offer here is because, okay, later on, there will be an invitation to join a program. Eventually, I have to pitch. But nonetheless, right, here's the thing. Okay, let me talk about this. Uh, if you have an offer, since we are going through this process, right, defining your offer and then uh, building your first lead magnet, that's what we are going to get towards the end of this, you know, uh, workshop. So later on, there will be a program that you need to apply. So apply, whether you take up the program or not, we will spend half an hour and I will audit your offer and your lead magnet. I will give you suggestions about probably some, some ways to improvise your, your, your offer and your lead magnet. Can we have the deal? This is totally impromptu. I was not prepared for this because eventually what I wanted to do towards the end of this is say, oh, if you need help, join my program. But it's a very good program to be frank. Some, uh, a few of, uh, of, I mean, I've helped a few businesses, I think three to four businesses. And eventually we built a very interesting program because it's a very tailor-made, uh, so-called one-on-one program to build specifically your own online sales uh, framework. So yeah, but nonetheless, later on, you have the form. Fill in the form, regardless whether you're ready for that, come on in. Uh, and I'm committed. I will spend half an hour with you to audit your, your so-called your, your, your offer or your lead magnet for free at no cost. No obligation. You don't need to take up the program. It's really a good way that I want to help you because this is really something that I actually went through so many you know, ups and downs and mistakes. And I do believe that this could be a very painful thing because it's a very lonely journey. I don't know about you. To me, is I am lucky to have Andrew to, to to bounce idea with and a few other good, good friends, but I can really totally imagine if you're doing this alone, you really don't know what to look at. So I hope I can become the bouncing board for you to really look at your program, your offer, or your lead magnet to see how we can actually at least to give you some suggestions on how you can tweak this together. All right. So yeah, now. The next thing is, um, I actually, I wanted you to list down your external results and internal results. Would you be able to do that? Would, do you have uh, your external results and internal results ready? So, yeah, it's okay. I mean, since, um, yeah, you don't need to write down to, to show me if you're not ready. But nonetheless, I want you to list down. I think the whole idea here is you need to list down your external results and internal results. Um, get in as detailed as possible. Go through multiple versions if you need to. The whole idea here is you want to be able to put it down to a simple sentence that you feel that this is really delivering, explaining what it is all about, you know, about the external results that you're bringing and the internal results that you're bringing to the audience. Okay, now I want to really circle back to the point A to point B with the vehicle. So here's the thing, right? Your vehicle is your offer. And in order to help you define and refine your vehicle, okay? In fact, this is also something that what we call a core belief. Every successful lead magnet and or and online sales process, okay, has a successful lead magnet. Okay, so basically they have a very strong core belief, which is a core belief is really something that you believe your, your, your vehicle is doing. You get what I mean? So it's really about what you are delivering, your core belief. So basically core belief is a sentence in a way to help you really deliver and so-called explain your vehicle in the most effective way. So a core belief is really something that you have to work on because your core belief, in fact, is how you attract your audience. This is the first step to your lead magnet. Because to be frank, later on, I'm going to break down to the lead magnet, but I think you guys already see where it's coming from. In fact, the lead magnet, okay, let's say if you're bringing your audience from point A to point B, 
your lead magnet can be whether you want to explain, you want to run a workshop to explain the core belief or the vehicle, or you can actually move your audience a few steps forward to prepare them for the entire journey. So this is something about a lead banner, but nonetheless, a core belief is something that you want to start with. Okay, so let me give you a simple formula about this thing. So this is how it works. All right, your vehicle is the superlative way to the outcome. Take a moment to think about this. Your vehicle or your core offer is the superlative way to the outcome. This is your core belief. Okay, let me give you some example to have you think about this. Thing. YouTube is the most effective way to drive organic traffic. YouTube is the most effective way to drive organic traffic. Remember, it has to be able to raise the next question, which is, I mean, what would you ask after, after you see this? YouTube is the most effective way to drive organic traffic. Oh, how? Oh, okay. Um, then join this program. I'm going to share with you, um, you know, the entire process of how you can actually look at YouTube as a, you know, like traffic generating super house, you know, powerhouse for your business. Uh, and it's free to join. Oh, okay. Now I'll come in. You get what I mean? Now, let me bring back to this. The outcome. Start looking at the outcome. The desire. That's really what your audience want. So organic traffic is what people, a lot of businesses want. And they have worked so hard, so many ways. They've tried so many ways to get organic traffic. So you got to know what's the outcome. So, and then superlative is usually we go by, you know, the most effective or the, 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 the best way or anything. I mean, I'm not really good at this part, but then again, I will usually go by the most effective way, the fastest way or the, you know, the, the, the instant way or something like that. And YouTube is actually the vehicle. So if you look at it, right, whatever I'm actually saying here is the core belief doesn't really talk about me or Jason or Jason's program. I mean, you can say, I don't think you want to use your program or the name of your program because it's not really something that people raise eyebrow. But something, okay, now the vehicle, best if it's something that people already know and familiar with. Like this one is I'm using YouTube is the most effective way to drive organic traffic. And they will lead you to the next step where, oh, how? You know what I mean? So let me give you another example. The two-step funnel framework is the most effective way to build evergreen Facebook ads campaign. Okay, the two-step funnel framework is the most effective way to build evergreen Facebook ads campaign. So evergreen Facebook ads campaign is the outcome because so many people like, you know, kind of like don't know how to stabilize a campaign. They always believe that the campaign has to be changed, it has to be updated, the creative has to be changed, you know, every now and then. But then again, I'm talking about, look, I have a 26 month long running campaign with the same audience and the same creative and still get us the results at the optimum level. Do you want to have this kind of campaign? Imagine you can have the peace of mind. You don't need to worry about your campaign anymore. All you need to do is to apply this bloody framework. It's the best way, it's the most effective way to build evergreen campaign, all right? So I hope you guys are getting something. I want you to start thinking about this. No, look, you, you probably have to go through these several rounds. That's why, this, I, this is what is intended. You know, the workshop is really to help you spark, to make you start thinking about your lead magnet, about how can you define. Because you see, here's the thing, if you're not able to define it with this, I mean, with the right messaging and all that, how can you convince your audience to sign up? Okay, so the next one. 
A perfect lead magnet is the fastest way to launch yourself as a digital expert. A perfect lead magnet is the fastest way to launch yourself as a digital expert. So if you look at this, all these questions raise, all these statements raise a question, how? Then you say, well, so happen I have a program. Well, do you want, uh, do you want me to you know, look at your, I mean, probably explain to you more? Let's schedule one-on-one -on -one with me. So this will lead to the next step. So in fact, this is the statement that you should really work on because that is going to help you craft your messaging for your lead magnet and your, you know, your landing page and so on and so forth. These are all the important elements. Okay, so far so good. Any questions so far? Since we are like one hour mark already and uh, we still have quite a number of you here. In fact, the number is increasing, uh, but it's very quiet. You guys are really taking notes or you're doing something like you're eating dinner or you're watching TV or you're playing with your dog. I don't know, man, seriously. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. So I hope that is in the nutshell. Remember, we start with the offer because you got to be very sure about your external uh, results and, and the internal results that you're bringing to the table. And with that, right, that's, you need to define your vehicle and you want to define your core belief, all right? Then you will start working on your perfect lead magnet. So what's really a perfect lead magnet? In fact, if you look at it, it's actually very simple. I don't really want, I don't even want to talk about the so-called the delivery. How do you want to make it into whether you want to make it a PDF, an ebook, and whatnot, you know, a workshop like this, or a, 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 you know, an online class, online webinar, and whatever it is, I don't care, man. The lead magnet, the perfect lead magnet, your perfect lead magnet should be able to deliver your core belief in the most effective way to make people feel that look and believe you have got the best solution to their problem. That's why we always start with you know, the results that you're bringing to the table and then followed by your core belief. And now, so here's how it works. Okay, if you break it down, like I mentioned just now, a lead magnet can be very simple. Look, this is a lead magnet, right? You guys are in the lead magnet. And this is a delivery of a lead magnet, which I deliver a lot of value. But then again, uh, basically, it is to create value, first thing. And it is to, you can either do a few things about your lead magnet. First, like I mentioned just now, you can have a lead magnet, a program itself or an ebook itself to explain the framework, let's say, you know, the two-step funnel framework is the most effective way to build evergreen campaign. So you can actually have a program to explain what is evergreen campaign and how your so-called two-step funnel can create an evergreen campaign. So if you want to create this, then you got to learn the two-step funnel framework and you got to join my program. All right. So Fung is asking, Fung Bui is asking the free webinar as lead manager, how much is average cost per lead for service industry? Uh, I think for me, this is a, this is a question that I, I believe nobody can answer. Okay, I, I say, I think you asked this question quite a few times in my various webinars. Here's the thing. I cannot answer why because different business has got different, first you have different audience and then uh, it actually also depends on your lead magnet. How powerful is that? And basically, and the audience targeting and eventually the market you are in as well. So, I'm not saying that this is, this is a non-valid question, but then again, this is a very subjective question. The, the best way to answer this, my friend, is to run ads. Like I can't use mine. Like for example, I think you have went through my program several times. My, my cost per lead is below 10 ringgit. I mean, if you convert it to US dollar, that's about 25 cents. But can you use that as a benchmark? You can't, right? You see? I think that is really important for us to understand. You see, uh, 
Don't ask other people about what's the best benchmark. You build your own benchmark. That's what I believe in. Do not go for whatever so-called industrial benchmark of CPM and whatnot and all that. These are theirs. You can't use this to your own business because to be frank, your business is unique to your own. Okay? You build your own benchmark. The best way to really start is to, to find out is to start. That's my humble opinion. I hope it makes sense. I hope it makes sense. Okay? Now, here's the thing. I, I wanted to put this as a mistake. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to put it as the last mistake where uh, the third mistake is a lot of lead magnet was built before marketing. Uh, I think that's a very, I mean, that's my, one of my very first few mistakes. Like, like my first webinar that I created in 2020, I spent about three weeks doing all these like three-part webinars, so much editing, you know, it's a free thing, so much editing and then, uh, you know, so much filming and all that. And um, after that, we realized it doesn't convey. So basically, the right way is, in fact, the moment you have a lead magnet idea, you start marketing it first. That's what I believe. That's what I do right now. You see, I have a lead magnet. I call it your perfect lead magnet. I don't have anything. I just put up a landing page and I send it to my you know, mailing list. And I'm inviting you guys to come in and take a look at this together with me. And you already know, because you, you guys have gone through so many programs of mine, you know that I, I don't do bullshit. You know, the moment you come in here, I'm going to give you so much value that you will definitely learn something useful that you can start working on your lead magnet. So from here, I will gauge whether this kind of topic will get good response from the audience or not. So... You guys just gave me a very good number just now, and I share with you, we have 65% conversion rate for this particular lead magnet. I think it increased yesterday. I probably have to check the final one. Closed, I mean, it, it's, it, it's actually between 60 to 70%. That's, that is, my friend, a very good lead magnet. The next step is I'm going to really scale this. I'm going to throw this out. I'm going to start running ads uh, for this, and eventually we're going to start building on and stuff like that. So the easiest way, in fact, easiest way to build a lead magnet is without having one and start with your marketing first. I believe whatever you do, right, you must have a community of people who, are, who have been following you for a while, right? Whether you are a real estate agent or if you are a so-called, you know, like basically insurance agent or like even you are an agency people, there must be a bunch of people. I mean, there must be, even if they are friends, I believe some of your friends are actually potential customers. So all you need to do is really when you have this idea, test your lead magnet among your audience and eventually gauge the effectiveness from there. And if you want to do it, in fact, the next, to take it to the next the level is for everyone who responds to you, you can actually offer them a one-on-one. -on -one. And after that, from there, you get a more private conversation to find out what they really need, what can you really deliver, and close the gap. I, I click on this a little bit too soon, but nonetheless, yes. So when you have a lead magnet idea, see, just now, I, I, I mean, this is totally my ideation process. Huh? Okay, first I have the offer. I know I want to do this. I, I have this offer. Then I would say in order to really deliver this offer and make this offer valid, I need to build a lead magnet to bring value, to really deliver value and get, them, get my audience ready for my offer. So the whole idea here is, you know, this is the ideation. So once you have the lead magnet idea, 
The next step is to build your messaging and to launch it to your audience. That's my opinion. If you have a mailing list, best thing. Mail to them you know, and see the response from there. If it doesn't work, doesn't matter. Iterate and change again. Iterate and change again until you find, a, it, it, and if you're posting it on Facebook or you know, your social media, better still, you, know, you just test something. And Marissa is asking, if someone doesn't have an audience built, do they need to build a lead magnet first? If it's a book, PDF versus a webinar that can be created later? Uh, no, 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 no. No, you don't need to. Okay, test it among your friends or you can even build a landing page to collect email first. So let me, let me give you the messaging. You can build a one-page landing page with a simple messaging like this. All right. So many ask me about that, that, that and I've been... I've seen so many mistakes that's avoidable in da da da. So I'm thinking to put together a da 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 to help da 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 like you to get da da da. Would this be of interest to you? If so, drop me a DM. If so, sign up when we launch it. You're gonna be the first person to see this, and you know, drop me a DM, or you can build a landing page and say fill out the form at the bottom. I hope it makes sense. So. Let me, let me try. Okay, many ask me about Facebook advertising and I've seen so many mistakes that is avoidable in really Facebook advertising. So I'm thinking to put together a free workshop to help face, uh, Facebook advertisers like you to learn how to do Facebook ads the right way. So would this be of interest to you? If so, drop me a PM. If so, sign up, you know, uh, open so that you'll be the first to, to get notified when I launch this. You know, many ask me about uh, creating lead magnets and I've seen so many mistakes that's avoidable in lead magnet creation. So I'm thinking to put together a workshop to help you, help businesses like you to build or actually to form your first, your perfect lead magnet. Would this be of interest to you? If so, sign up at the bottom. Do I make sense? Do I make sense? Marisa? Anyone else? <laughs> Okay, so take a screenshot of this, all right? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, take a screenshot of this and work on your messaging, okay? Take a screenshot of this and work on your messaging. Start from the very beginning. Start from the very beginning. Yeah, Jing say it's a great script to use. Yeah, yes, it is. Powerful, I tell you, powerful. You don't need to think. Just fill in the blank and uh, define it and you can launch it. Just go out to the market. So... That's the whole idea of today, uh, of this workshop tonight. I hope you guys learned something useful. So uh, basically, building a lead magnet is really uh, the most important step you need to actually get really done. You know, you need to get it right in order to build an entire so-called you know, online sales framework. So basically, just want to quickly go over about building it. Hey, you guys, uh, take a screenshot of this huh, quickly. I take a sip of water. You guys do that before I proceed to the next step. Okay, screenshot. Now, I want to really bring you a step further about building the online sales framework. You see, um, I, I've helped so many people like Andrew went through that, you know, like uh, another guy, TC, who is a music teacher. He runs, um, you know, uh, a music instrument store. He's an ukulele teacher. Right? And basically, he said he wanted to build an online thing for a long time because he said, you know, having a shop is, is good, you know, and just that. And he has all these offline classes and all that, but 
he wanted to do something online, which when you build the automation, you know the beauty of online here is you can actually, uh, it's, it's really a new stream of income. It's like a, another stream of income for your business. I don't know about you, but to me it's this. After the pandemic, I am actually quite paranoid, especially when it comes to, uh, you know, how to keep the company afloat. All right, first thing first, I'm no, I no longer believe in single stream of revenue. I don't know about you. I no longer believe in single stream of revenue. So to me is this, why do we want to build online sales framework? It's because we want to have another stream of revenue or another way of getting it, your audiences who are ready to buy your businesses. So like now I have three main coaching framework. So one is YouTube, one is Facebook ads, and the other one is you know, the online sales framework uh, development program. And on top of that, I, I actually, I'm constantly building multi, uh, quite a number of so-called my content pillars. Um, actually, over, earlier this year, I declared to the world that I, you know, I switched to the role of content creator. And um, I have one podcast, two YouTube channel. I'm going to launch another podcast and a YouTube channel in the, you know, the next quarter. So the whole idea here, I want to, the whole idea here is I want to build a business with multiple streams of revenue. I mean, after the pandemic, I got so paranoid. I believe this is the best way to keep a company afloat because when something is badly hit, you can have something else. And eventually, when everything is established, in fact, now the beauty of this, uh, the beauty of where I mean, our era right now is we can actually uh, really do quite a number of things at one go. Like people ask me, Jason, how do you maintain two YouTube channels, uh, actually one podcast, and uh, you know, my business and three coaching pillars coming together? In fact, it's actually very easy to manage because a lot of these things are automated. Like my lead generation process and everything is automated. And I have multiple lead methods that are really bringing in my, I mean, qualified audience on the fly. I don't even need to spend money on them anymore because they already have, um, you know, some SEO rankings and all that. So I do believe that whatever, even if you have a stable business, start thinking about this. How can you, you know, offer your offer to more people in a different format or a different way? you know, to create a new stream of revenue for your business. Like TC, you know, he's still running his uh, uh, music instrument store. In fact, he downsized. He said, I don't need any more because this part is already, you know, covering the another outlet. I don't need another outlet. I'm already making the money that I'm making with another outlet without the rental. What the hell? So he's happy. And once you have a head, once you understand how to build online framework, trust me, you will not stop there. You know, you will keep building more and more online sales framework because I do believe that in your business or whatever that you're doing right now, there are multiple angles of you know, creating offer that can really help specific audiences get from point A to point B. So yeah, let's break down about what makes a good online sales framework. So definitely the first step is to get the offer done right. So offer is, I would say, if the, I mean, the offer plays very, very important role. So you have the offer ready. You, your offer must be able to, like I shared with you just now, external results, internal results. So once you have your offer defined, all right, then the next thing here is you need to have your lead magnet created. And I don't want you to create lead magnet before you, you know it's working. I want you to create lead magnet on the fly. So when you have the idea itself, in fact, you can start writing ads. With the script that I gave you just now, build a landing page and start running ads to your qualified audience. Bring them in and look at the conversion that you're getting. If it's working, let's say, for example, you can say that, oh, this ebook is going to be published in, uh, you know, in one month time. 
So you just run ads. And when you have good numbers coming in, then you'll feel that, uh, okay, I must write an ebook because I already have a few hundred uh, ready readers who have already given me their email address for me to do that. And just imagine if you have their email address before you write the ebook, you know what's going to happen? You can even use this the ebook writing process as a nurturing process. As in like every chapter you write, you send to them, I start, this is how I do. You know, this is the second chapter. What do you think? You know, feedback. And the whole process, the moment you have your ebook ready, uh, all these few hundred people already warm up to you already. And the moment you launch it, immediately they are ready to buy your product. Isn't it beautiful? You see, there are so many things can be broken down into pieces. You don't need to do it first. Like, in fact, uh, I think for those who follow my podcast, you probably know, <laughs> okay, I actually, I wanted to use my podcast to write my ebook because I can't write. So uh, what I was planning here is I would just, whenever I have the chapter in my mind, I'm just going to read it out loud and publish it as a podcast. All right. So basically, uh, you know, when enough episodes, are, you know, kind of like ready, I will transcribe them into uh, words and I'm, comp- I'm, I'm going to compile them into ebook. I think I, I think I, I did quite a set, quite a number of episodes uh, for that particular ebook writing purpose. And then I got drifted off and yeah. But anyway, it's beautiful because I don't know about you, man. First thing first, um, I get feedback. In fact, every time I say this is a chapter of the book and uh, you guys can actually look at this and give me feedback. I sometimes receive feedback and they say they love the chapter and all that and I know I'm on the right track. So yeah, really don't build a lead magnet, you know, in your, in your garage, in your own head, and you know, all that. Get your audience to be part of a journey, you know, to, 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 to actually participate in the entire journey is fun. So when you have your offer ready and your lead magnet ready, then you've got to work on your messaging. Now, messaging is actually one of the most important things. All right? Uh, messaging involves your messaging, which we work on the messaging just now, and uh, the messaging of your landing page, your thank you page, your email, so-called a series of emails that comes to you, comes to your audience. And then, uh, yeah, these are the key messaging uh, platforms that you have to get right. So once you have your offer, lead magnet and messaging ready, then the next thing here is you've got to actually really have a sales process because, uh, okay, now you probably, your sales process is part of a lead magnet, but how do you do your sales process? And uh, part of a sales process is you've got to probably have to define your product, uh, whether it's a one-on-one, whether it's a coaching, whether it's a group coaching, whether it's an online course or anything. So how do you, how do you, how do you sell this thing? It's really a, a thing that you have to define. And it's not as easy to be frank. I have done membership, group coaching, uh, one-on-one uh, courses, so many of them. I've published about 30 over courses uh, and, um, you know, like the academy kind of thing. I think different, different so-called offer will have different sales process. And the next one is definitely the delivery process. I think here's the thing. When I was building all this on my own, of course, with some with help of, uh, let's say, Andrew and uh, a few good friends of mine, um, eventually, you know, it gets easier and easier over time. But then again, what I really want to highlight here is, in fact, you shouldn't do this alone. Like I said, if you do this alone, it would definitely drag your feet and it's going to, you know, prolong the entire process. So much time will be wasted. So much money will be wasted because you probably spend money on ads, uh, running the wrong lead magnet. And eventually, if your sales process is not optimized, then you're not going to, I mean, you're not going to convert. And if your offer is not defined correctly, um, you know, cohesively with your lead magnet and your messaging, you may not be able to work. So the whole five pillars of, you know, online sales framework must be able to work uh, together in order to really get you the result that you want. But then again, like I said, 
you can go figure out on your own or you can actually work with me. So what I'm actually offering you here is, I mean, I'm pitching. Here's, here's the offer. This is a program that has been around for a while, but I never really actively pitch. Uh, I only offer this to my coaching clients. Uh, they have gone through some program with me and when they are ready, they will come and say, Jason, I want to build this kind of, and I say, okay, I have a framework development program. So you guys can do that. But then again, because you're here, and I really appreciate your time, like I said, first, I hope you have learned something useful throughout the entire one and a half hour now, right? It's about that. I hope I deliver value, all right? Now I want to deliver, you know, another piece of useful value for you, you know, like, which is framework development program is not for sale, huh? Okay, you got to apply and eventually we're going to come in and look at your, you know, your, your offer and your lead magnet and your business and see whether I, if I'm able to help you. You see, pretty this way, I, I can't help everybody because I don't have experience in all industries. But if I, you know, if I'm able to help, then I definitely, I believe I'm able to help you with my experience in the past two years, building over quite a number of 30 over lead magnets and a few offers along the way. So if you want to do this, all you need to do is to apply regardless you take up the program or you join the program or not. What I'm promising here is within our half an hour one-on-one -on -one discussion, I'm going to give you, you know, I'm going to audit, let's call it audit your, uh, what do we call your, your, your lead magnet or your offer so that I'll be able to give you some, you know, recommendations about what can be improved for your framework. How about that? Okay, so if you want to do that, then you can scan this QR code it will lead you to a form and um, you can actually fill up the form so that I can understand your business better. And uh, after the form, once you click submit, you'll be landed on a calendar link. So there is where you pick a time and date to have a one-on-one -on -one with me. So this is a 30-minute one-on-one. We're going to have a Zoom call together. And uh, basically, I'm going to audit your offer and your lead magnet and uh, probably to propose to you and share with you a potential way to optimize your online sales framework. So if you really want to do it with me, then we can do it together. If not, then fine. We remain friends. No hard feeling. And I hope, you know, even the half an hour audit is going to give you useful value for you to build your own because the only thing I want to see in you is your success. Nothing, nothing else. All right. So, okay. Now, before we go, I can actually open up for uh, probably like a 12 of, you know, questions. Marisa, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm happy that, you know, it helped you. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, because today I've been talking a lot. You know, I think, <laughs> sorry about my voice. All right. Um, more questions. If you have any questions, you can type in the comment. I can actually... Uh, you know, like probably wait for a minute or two to see if there's anything that I can help you with. All right. Okay. Now, okay. I think all is good. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, yeah, this, this, is my, this is my first time doing this to perfect lead magnet. I think it's fun, you know. Uh, definitely, I'm going to define. Thank you so much for being, uh, you know, part of a journey with me to define this lead magnet. And uh, I hope I just show you a very interesting way of building a lead magnet on the go. Uh, yeah, if you need help, if you need that, you know, just scan to apply. And if you're listening to the podcast version of it, you can actually uh, just find the link in the description as well. All right, thank you guys. This is it. I'll see you around in our next workshops. And <music>